Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to another episode of Basement Banter. This week, I'm joined by Matt Blahut. You. And as usual, we have the NFL draft coming on tonight, I believe, when you're listening to it. Um, and it's the way I feel like it's a real uh, crowd pleasing draft we got this year. We got a lot of quarterbacks being taken in the first couple picks. We got a lot of, uh, a lot receivers, of franchises, playmakers, <laughs> not a lot of there's those years where you have uh, offensive linemen going for like the first half of the board. We got a, a lot of good offensive linemen in the draft this year, but a lot of teams taking quarterbacks. So, yeah. And there's a lot of mystery in this year's draft, too, with COVID and everything. There's players who opted out. Um non-full like medicals and stuff so teams aren't aware of everything that's going on so it's really going to be a crazy draft i think outside of the first couple of picks which it seemed are, are already uh predetermined i agree but now all of a sudden uh before we even really get into who's taking who the one thing that has come out of nowhere is trey lance from north dakota state all of a sudden went from being not talked about at all to all of a sudden over the last couple like maybe the past two weeks just completely flying up the board and uh i mean obviously he's one of those teams or uh, on one of those teams that didn't start playing until the spring this year um but i i don't know if that's going to change up a lot of how a lot of teams thought processes are but it also gives teams an opportunity who originally thought a quarterback was going to drop to them that all of a sudden is going in the top three four five pick to go and take a chance on someone else down the road at the end of the draft yeah, I mean, do you want to just dive right into it? And I guess we could hit that when we get to San Francisco because that rumor mill has been crazy ever since they traded for that pick. That has been off the charts. Let's start with the very mystic number one overall pick. <laughs> Who is going <laughs> to like go to Jacksonville? been determined for like two years. I was going to say that, uh, whatchamacallit, I saw something on Twitter the other day, Trevor Lawrence thanking the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars <laughs> fan base for donating like 25 grand to his charity already. And he was like, oh, can't wait to see you guys. Like, it, 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 There's no mystery in it at all. There's years where it's like, oh, is he going to be the quarterback? Like maybe at the couple of days before the draft, there's question marks. It's all about two and down. And the one thing that I – we get onto the Jets uh, for the second pick. I just don't understand what happened to Justin Fields. Justin Fields didn't have a bad season at all. He had a great season. Um, and he didn't have – he didn't choke in the playoffs. He had a very good uh, run in the play college football playoffs this year. Granted, there's only two games, but um, – you know, even when he was playing against uh, Alabama, the national championship, he did all right for himself. He had that. The problem was he had that hip pointer. Yeah. So he wasn't, you weren't able to tell how he. Yeah, and he lit up Clemson. Yeah, he completely destroyed Clemson. And then in the national championship, he did all right for himself. There's not much to do with Alabama this year was just a different level than everyone else. You knew that by yeah. like the second or third week. Um but neither of those teams, the national champion and then the runner up and I believe I believe he was a Heisman finalist, Justin Fields. Correct? I don't know. Um I can't think of it off the top of my head. I know Smith was, won, but I don't know. Yeah, if, he uh, was Fields one of the best good. quarterbacks in uh college football by a country mile this year. And now all of a sudden you have Zach Wilson projected to go number two to the Jets, um which is a very Jets esque yeah, thing. It is 
<laughs> it was Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Devonta Smith, and uh, Kyle Trask. Whatever, sue me. He, he, he had a very good year, and at the by the end of the season, yeah. The funny thing is, is that he lost a lot of uh, he lost a lot of uh, what's the word? Yeah, and even with the Big Ten too, they didn't play the full amount of games, and they had that whole issue of starting late and everything. So he never really had a chance for the Heisman, but he put a he put as good of a season as you can ask. The only bad game he really had was the Big Ten championship against Northwestern. Other than that, I mean, he played great against great competition, whether it was in the Big Ten or uh, in the uh, championship game. Right. Um, And obviously the semis, he just lit it up. Exactly. So it's weird to see a quarterback who played in the Big Ten the whole season, which is no cakewalk, making it to the national championship game with a hit pointer, going out there playing with the hit pointer and having an all right night uh, to see him lose draft stock over the, the winter, even though we, there was no football even, or uh, like the late winter uh, going into the next couple weeks or the past couple weeks, he lost a lot of uh, stock for reasons that are beyond me, but that's how, it works every every year, and I feel like all of a sudden he will end up being taken second overall uh, because Zach Wilson had a great season. He slung the ball as good as anyone again, uh, as good as whatever, as comparatively. Yeah. But the thing is, is that Justin Fields is playing against NFL prospects on a weekly basis, and then you have Zach Wilson who's playing against uh, friggin' future uh uh, which we'll call it uh, supply chain managers <laughs> and uh, you know hey, salesmen. Uh, it just conf- I, I mean you can use that, but we've seen. I mean Dwayne Haskins just last year was an absolute bust. Uh, I mean, or became a bust, obviously, and he was drafted in the first round. So it's not always a level of competition. I mean, Josh Allen went to Wyoming, which is certainly an easier schedule than BYU. Um, and there's countless of other examples. I mean, in this own draft, we have Trey Lance from North Dakota State playing one year of football, one year and one game this past season. Um, and he's t- talked about being in the top three and top ten at the least. So um, it doesn't really matter what conference you're from or who you're playing against. These guys really take apart the tape, and and that's how they end up selecting their guy. And the rumor mill, I feel, has been against Justin Fields and – whether he's performed or not, it doesn't matter. I mean, we saw a few years back Deshaun Watson have a great campaign. Um, he won a national championship, and he slipped to, I think, 12 or later, um, I, maybe even later than that. And, I mean, you couldn't ask for a more proven guy playing top competition year after year and being a, a dual threat. So I, I, I don't think Fields is better than Watson, so I'm not surprised to see him fall. And, um. I mean, it's been interesting to see what's going on. Obviously, you got Lawrence going first. Wilson seems to be the lock at number two. And with San Fran, it's interesting what's going on here because when they first traded for that pick, um, the only thing I heard was if you're trading up, you you want a quarterback and you know who your guy is, and it's you're trading that much, you're getting Justin Fields or Trey Lance. And then all of a sudden, Within probably 48 hours, everyone's just started dropping Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. And it went from Justin Fields being a huge favorite to now what it is today. Mac Jones minus 300 and Justin Fields way back. I mean, Trey Lance is second in odds. So it seems like San Fran's narrowed down their choices and Fields isn't one of them. Um, But I'm sure Fields will go top 10, top 15 or ish or something like that. Um, But it seems like San Fran's between Mac Jones... 
really just whether how how much do you like Mac Jones and that's making their decision between Jones or Trey Lance. Uh, it sounds like from what their uh, press conference was that they're not going to want to hold on to Jimmy G. And if that's the case, I think they're going Mac Jones because he's the guy who's ready to come in day one, play some football, and and make this team another championship contender. Um, as opposed to Trey Lance, where he's only played one year of football. If you expect him to come in day one and, and make your team a playoff team, I think that's a mistake. I agree. I just I, like Mac Jones, obviously national championship, great season, uh, had the Heisman Trophy winner as his receiver, so that means he did something right. Um, my question is: Is he someone that in the modern day NFL could thrive? You, you, a couple years ago, it was like a, um, it was very rare. It was like a like a rare occasion to have a mo- a dual threat quarterback. Yeah, uh, Cam Newton was uh, something that no people hadn't seen. Then all of a sudden, you had Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, uh, Russell Wilson. Obviously, was kind of the prototype. Uh, so now all of a sudden you would think that if it was going to be uh, if they were going to trade up and they would think maybe someone like Zach Wilson or uh, a uh, which we'll call it, a Justin Fields, because that's someone that opens up the game a lot more. Uh, but I mean, I think personally, uh, I, in my opinion, Mac Jones wouldn't be my guy at three. And I think they don't I don't think they would have had to trade up all the way up to three to get him. But like you said, if you're trading all the way up, that's your you you know yeah. that's your guy, and, and you never you- know because I'm gonna cut you off there because I mean the Giants drafted Danny Dimes a few years ago, and no one thought he was gonna go that early. So if you're San Fran and and you the draft is crazy, if you're San Fran and you want Mac Jones, I think you gotta trade up or whoever it is, you gotta trade up to go and get that guy because you don't want to wait and then who's ever at three takes a quarterback, Atlanta takes a quarterback, someone else trades up and takes your quarterback. You don't want, if you know this is your guy and you want him for five years and you want to win a Super Bowl, you got to make the move. Uh, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying because I was, uh, actually, that is not what I said, but I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, I, was, I cut you off. What there. I was going to say is that it makes sense because Mac Jones is more of a Kyle Shanahan uh, quarterback you had Matt Ryan where they went to the Super Bowl and should have won the Super Bowl you had uh, Jimmy G who never really panned out but I mean he was a decent quarterback he wasn't the so, I know you I know you're very out on Jimmy G I so but, I think the thing with Jimmy G is and the the reason so I'm not sure what San Fran's gonna do I think if they plan on keeping Jimmy G for for this year and seeing what happens I think they get Trey Lance and they have him learn behind Jimmy G and then come in um, when Jimmy G gets hurt. And I think that's the problem is Jimmy G is not the worst quarterback in the world. I mean, he's not Pat Mahomes or, or Dak or anyone like that, but he can certainly get you and win a Super Bowl. The thing is, is he going to be healthy for a full season? And I don't think he has been. So uh, he's way too injury prone, and obviously he's a huge cap hit. Uh, so I think that's why they're deciding to move on from him. Now, whether they keep him for one more year, I think answers your question on who they're going to pick. They're not going to trade him. It's Trey Lance. If they are going to trade him, it's probably Mac Jones. Right. And the thing is, is that Jimmy G, once again, he got it's a shame he got hurt last year because yeah. a couple he's a couple years out of being in a Super Bowl. Yeah, and when he plays, their record's ridiculous, and his record's ridiculous. It's just he can't stay healthy, and availability at some point matters, especially in the NFL and the most important position in the NFL. 
Um, you could have the best defense in the world, but if your quarterback's out, I mean, you're you're done. Right, and they have they last year they went out and they got all those weapons, those young weapons. Yeah. Uh, the and, Brandon Ayukes, uh, yeah. they have the, the weapons are there. That's for the sure. The weapons are certainly there. The O lines uh, there. The skill players there. The defense, defense is there. The coaching staff with Kyle Shanahan is there. So you couldn't ask for anything more if you're a young quarterback coming in. I mean, I'd rather go there than the Jets or Jacksonville. That's for sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I mean, that's that's going to be shrouded in mystery. I think it's going to be a quarterback, though, because for the reasons mm-hmm. that we just stated, they just went out and they invested heavily in everything but the quarterback last year in the draft. They traded away to Forrest Buckner. They brought in some more weapons on defense. They looked pretty solid on defense if it wasn't for all those injuries they suffered. Yep. Um, and even then, they still were hanging in there. Uh, yeah, they were scrappy, games. man. Uh, so I'm looking forward to see, and you know, Mac Jones might be the, might be the guy he has the arm, he has the weapons. So we'll see. Um, and like you said, it, depending on where Jimmy G is come a couple days from now, will determine what they're going to end up, uh, who they're going to end up picking tomorrow or uh, today. Uh, the next pick we have, uh, for the Atlanta Falcons and this one's interesting, but it makes sense. Uh, Kyle Pitts from, uh, Florida. Now, I say it makes sense because Kyle Pitts is one of the best athletes in the draft aside from position. He's one of just the best players aside from needs. He's just one of the best players overall that are in the draft. Yeah. Uh, Do I think that the Falcons need to go and get another tight end? Not necessarily because there's so many more flaws that were as clear as day. Now, if Matt Ryan was the issue... I don't know if they're putting the blame on him, but they have a lot of stuff to unbag. Uh, Julio Jones, they don't know if they're going to be able to un- get him off of their plate. Uh, I mean... Yeah, it sounds like they want to move on with him too. So so that's... I don't really understand why you would then want to go and get Kyle Pitts, but I mean, he's... The only reason why I say it makes sense is because he's the probably the best overall player at that yeah. point, aside from uh, Sewell, but... I guess they're confident enough in their O-line right now, which, I mean, I don't really know necessarily. They went from – it's just baffling. After uh, Kyle Shanahan left, they had one of the best offenses in the league by far and none, like just ridiculous. Then all of a sudden, they can't move the ball. They bring in Todd Gurley. They can't move the ball. They have two of the best wide receivers in the NFL on one team. Can't move the ball. They go and they get – what the hell's his name? Or uh, Hayden Hurst. Yeah. The, well, they the lost Ravens. Austin Hooper, so they needed to fill that void, which was Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Yeah, but even when they had Austin Hooper, it wasn't like they nah, were. Like they, I mean, the offense like, fell off, especially in the red zone. It's just been a disaster. Right, and I mean, I mean, the, the thing is, at the end of the day, I can't even really pinpoint exactly where the needs are from the Falcons because they also are in such a financial shit show too. Yeah, with Cap Matt Ryan and and et cetera, Julio which Jones. which is why they might move Julio Jones. So. Um, Atlanta, I mean, they're in a spot where they can go get Kyle Pitts, who's the best player probably in the draft, um, skill position-wise. And I actually have a bet where I think he's going to be the first non-quarterback to be taken in the draft, so that might be something to look into or, or fade. I think it's going to be him or probably Jamar Chase. I don't see Penny, Penny Sewell uh, being there, um, being that guy who's taken first outside of quarterbacks. Now, another thing with Atlanta that's been talked about, it seems a lot, is potentially trading out of that pick. Um, I've seen Justin Fields there as well, but trading out has seemed to be a popular thing. 
Now they're gonna have to. They're gonna probably look for a similar offer to what San Francisco gave up to move up to three. So it's gonna be a decent package that they receive. But I think that's one team where you look at um, and you say exactly. I don't know why they're drafting Pitts, and and they're in cap hell. Um, Just that might be a team who moves back. Uh, and gets another, obviously gets a first rounder this year, but maybe a first rounder next year or a second rounder next year in addition to that. I think this year, like you said, I think they trade back this year. I think they just trade Matt. I think that, I don't know if you could get rid of Matt. No, Ryan. you can't get rid of Matt Ryan. Um, His cap hit is way too much. Um, that's the issue. Um, the bigger issue is they kind of just got to roll with with Matt Ryan for like two more years, I think. And that's why that's why I seriously. Um, think they'll might trade back to next year because I think they're done with Matt Ryan and this team and they're just going to roll what they have. So a way to say that without actually coming out and saying that is getting more picks for next year so you know Matt Ryan has one more year. You're building a team around your future quarterback or drafting your future quarterback next year. Exactly. Um, the next one is, so really I think I think it's my theory is more with you. I think they're going to trade out of that because I, I can't make sense yeah. of them thinking that a tight end at Pitts four is, is gonna, a beast. Though. He is a beast, but he you, could be the next like Tony Gonzalez. You can't <laughs> argue that all of a sudden Kyle Pitts is going to do it when you have no. two of the best wide receivers in the NFL and it, you can't do jack shit. And be, Todd Gurley, who was uh, one of the best players in the NFL like two years ago before yeah. he had those injuries. It would be just, hey, I'm getting Kyle Pitts and I know I have a potential Hall of Fame tight end for the next four or five years and I'll have a new quarterback in a year or two. So it could just be like you're surrounding your future quarterback who you don't know who it is yet with literally some of the best players between Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts. Um, that's a, I mean, that's a good start if you're a new quarterback. It's kind of similar to San Fran where they have Kittle, Ayuk, etc. Um, that would be a great spot for a new quarterback to come in. Exactly, especially. But we'll see if they again, actually, especially once pick, again, take the pick. with Mac Jones, his being used to having the, some of the yeah. best weapons. Speaking of which, brings us to number five, a very another interesting pick, which I don't think should be an interesting pick at all. Um, there's a lot of uh, back and forth between whether the um, the Bengals are going to do the smart thing and take uh, Sewell, who theoretically will still be there. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to go and get Jamar Chase from LSU, which, in my opinion, you look at Joe Burrow's knee and that tells you everything you need to decide what you're going to take with that pick. I get that Jamar Chase is one of the best, another top 10 player in the draft, but you need to have, there's plenty of good receivers in the draft this year. You need your future quarterback protected. And this guy looks like a freak from Oregon. So, I mean, if he if he keeps sliding, I mean, whatever, good for everyone else. I just don't understand why your quarter your future quarterback just had got his knee mangled. And now you're going to say, "Oh, well, he needs a wide receiver." I I don't understand that logic. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It isn't like, once again. He seems to be the guy though there and what everyone's saying, obviously reuniting Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Um it's tough. I mean, some people are pretty down on Penny Sewell. They they might not even have him as the first offensive lineman. Um, some people have Rashawn Slater from Northwestern over him. So with that in mind, I mean, I, it's not like Quentin Nelson's walking through this draft. People people are not thinking that highly of these guys, um, especially 
especially since Penny Sewell, I believe, sat out this past year, so that doesn't help. But I think, personally, I mean, I wish if Kyle Pitts is there, I think you got to grab him um, because he obviously helps spread the field. He'll help your line. I mean, he'll help everything with all the formations you could run with a tight end who's literally a, wide, a huge wide receiver, a mismatch nightmare. Um, but Jamar Chase, I mean, he's far and away seems to be the number one wide receiver on everyone's mock drafts and what everyone's talking about. So to reunite Burrow and Chase, it seems pretty obvious that it's going to happen. Should they do it? Probably not. They probably should start building the O-line. But if they do go um, Jamar Chase, I think there will be an opportunity to either trade back into the end of the first round or in your first, second round pick to get an O-lineman because um, I think this – I mean, you got five quarterbacks probably going in the first round. You got a lot of wide receivers. Um, so I, I think there's going to be an opportunity to get a top uh, tackle or guard in the second round or, or trade up to the back of the first. Uh, so yeah. that might be their thought process. The next pick, another equally, uh, who knows, is uh, it's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. However, it is not definite that the Eagles will be. Well, it's Miami now. <laughs> oh, they officially yeah, made yeah. the trade? Yeah. Oh, well, duh. <laughs> I got you, dude. That's it. why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would have been going on about some trade and it already <laughs> happened. <laughs> um, all right, so this next one. Uh, Miami Dolphins, a lot of people have them taking a wide receiver, which makes sense. Uh, they had, uh, whatchamacallit, Devontae Parker for last year. But yeah, aside from great. that, there wasn't a lot of people that were stepping up and making plays besides Mike Isicki. Uh, even then, that's another one that they were rumoring that they would trade up to number four, the Dolphins, and take uh, Pitts. Yeah, which would be which w- I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And once again, as we were saying, it's such a deep draft of the receivers. It wouldn't really be the end of the world if you got uh traded up and got pits because you have so much draft uh capital capital yeah. that it wouldn't really be the end of the world because you have so many more picks to make up from that even if he wasn't the guy but uh i think that'd be great for i mean not that mike is a a bum but once again as we were saying that he's such an athlete kyle pitts that it wouldn't hurt especially yeah. when you have a quarterback like tua who isn't really the most af- athletic person in the world it isn't like he's gonna go and give you like a hundred yards rushing a game like Lamar Jackson or something. Yeah. Um, so I think you couldn't go wrong if you, if they traded up and got Kyle Pitts or if they sat and then took a wide receiver at six, uh, riddled with talent. Uh, I don't know if you, I think you'd probably want someone more uh, on the speedier side, maybe a Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Uh, I know that Devonte Smith was the Heisman trophy winner, but if you want someone who's going to really open up the field a little bit for a bigger wide receiver like uh, Devontae Parker, uh, I think that would be the move. Um, or once again, I guess you could argue with a very athletic um, tight end, you'd be drawing a lot more people in the box, which would open yeah, up Devontae Parker once again. So Pitts, Pitts and Gesicki would be uh, a sick tight end duo. Um I, I mean, if Pitts is there, I think he's the guy, but I don't think he's going to fall to six. And there's been a lot of rumors that um, obviously Jamar Chase is going five, so if he falls somehow, he'll probably go six as well. But other than that, I think Jalen Waddle seems to be what the rumor mill is picking up. I don't think – I think Waddle's going over Smith. That's another thing I bet. Um, so if you're writing these down, that's another one of my bets is, is Jalen Waddle to go 
earlier than uh, Devontae Smith. And I think Miami here is an ideal landing spot, reuniting Tua and, and Jalen Waddle. And it's just uh, Devontae Smith is a great player, but when these metrics come out with your size, height, weight, and they put it in the analytics and they throw it in the Excel spreadsheet and all of a sudden – Oh wait, there's only been one successful receiver with this similar dimensions. And let's not um, get that's tough. You let's know? not get insane and say an extremely successful wide receiver. It isn't like we have a no, Hall of Des- Fame. We have Deshaun Watson, spoiler alert, is the one that we're talking about. No, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson is the one that we're talking yeah. about. And I'm not gonna even bother. The only other person on the list, and they weren't even top, I think, three on the list that you would even know of was uh JJ Nelson. Which I mean, yeah, his history, his career history is pretty uh, lackluster. So, and and when you're drafting six overall, you're not looking. Obviously, some players are outliers, and they do things that they're just really good players, and they can beat whatever the statistics are. Um, but when you're drafting number six, and you have a choice between a handful of solid wide receivers, uh, I don't think you're going to choose the outlier there. So that's why I think. I agree with you. Maybe Miami moves up and grabs Pitts, but if they stay at six, I think uh, Jalen Waddle is probably coming off the board. Yeah. And then uh, the next pick is the Detroit Lions, who. I don't think they could use everything. (laughs) (laughs) It's another, like, yeah, yeah, spin the wheel and take your pick because they could really use about anything at this point. Um, A lot of people have them taking a wide receiver, which makes sense because they just lost Kenny Galladay. You need to have someone there for. which we'll call it uh, Jared Goff to throw to. They have their tight end already. Uh, I mean, it, it's a complete nightmare. I, and I'm not going to sit here too long and dwell on what the Lions need because how much time do you have? Uh, I don't. Even, I would even argue that I would. I'm not even sold that much on Jared Goff. He's an all right quarterback, but he was playing again with uh, Sean McVay, who had one of the best. I mean, one of the best offensive systems in the NFL yeah. over the past few years. Talk about a system QB. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, we're going to see this year, we're going to have uh, Matt Stafford, who could be one of the, could be a great, all-time great quarterback, but he's been playing on such a dog shit team for his whole entire career. We'll see if he's going to go out there and make that big of a difference when it's all it takes is just switching uh, systems, new uh, scenery, warmer weather. Uh, and then taking Jared Goff, the poor guy who's been in California his whole life and throwing him into Detroit uh, with a new coach, horrible, Dan Campbell, yeah. just a big, just huge, like just list of needs uh, and losing their best receivers, too. So it's going to be a, a big project. So I'm not going to sit here and dwell too long and say that if the Lions go out and get someone uh right here that they're going to all of a sudden be a playoff contender there. Yeah. And I think they know that too. I think they know that they're building for the future, whatever the case is. Um, and that's why a lot of people have them going O line, um, which is certainly acceptable. And, and like we've been talking, maybe some of these O line guys fall, whether it's Penny Sewell or Sean Slater. Um, they're another team that I would keep in the back of the mind for a quarterback as well. Um, Justin Fields could be a, a totally, acceptable option there at seven if if they want to go that route i think they still will probably have to go with golf for a year or two but maybe that that's perfect because you don't i mean they're not ready to compete right now so why are you going to throw a rookie quarterback into that situation um they'll just end up like sam darnold with the new york jets you don't want to do that to to a new quarterback so personally i don't think they're going to get a quarterback with one uh i do think they go o-line but Anything's possible at that position. I think O-line are probably wide receiver as well. 
like you said, Kenny Galladay's gone. Um, I think they only have Marvin June- Jones now, if they even still have him. So TJ Hawkinson's still there, but I think a wide receiver would probably be the spot. Um, if like Jalen Waddle fell, I don't think they'd go Smith either. Uh, I think he might I fall agree. a bit steeper. So I think Penny Sewell might be the guy here. Or another, whatever offensive tackle between them or Slater, whoever they like more. Right. Uh, like we said, take your pick. <laughs> and then eight, you have the Carolina Panthers. Uh, mm. Who's one that I'm very excited to like to see who they uh, pick? Yeah. Because I love what Matt Rule did last year. Last year, they weren't a playoff team, but they looked competitive in yeah, every they, game they played. They, they were a scrappy have, team, man. They, they they almost beat the Chiefs. They And at game in and game out, they were scrappy with Teddy Bridgewater and company. And they didn't have uh, – Teddy Bridgewater wasn't Luke ever Keekly their guy. Retired. Luke Keekley retired. Um, and uh, they had lost Bradbury in the offseason. Yeah. Um, they lost a lot, man. They, they rebuilt the, their whole def- – I mean, their whole draft was all defensive players in 2020. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, uh, and then they just went and they got – uh, Sam Darnold, which is exciting, uh, and like I said, I liked what Matt Rule did. He everywhere he goes, it's usually a couple of years, and then you start to see the identity of the team really start to take shape. They didn't have Christian McCaffrey for a lot of the year, so uh, it's really to me uh, a couple of picks that I could think of are either replacing Bradbury, getting uh, Sertan from Alabama, mm-hmm. getting a wide receiver. If there's a game-breaking wide receiver still left on the board, if someone went and got uh, one of those top offensive linemen, uh, like a uh, Lions or a um, which call it a Cincinnati Bengals, uh, or vice versa, if a lot of those wide receivers are off the board, going out and getting in another offensive lineman to protect Sam Darnold, uh, I don't think you'd go wrong with either of those, uh, any of those players. So I mean. I'm I'm intrigued to see, and I don't think any of those picks would be wrong. Yeah. I think there are a couple pieces away, and I think those are the three pieces I just listed that would really be the big ones that they need to fill uh, this next coming season. Yeah, and a lot of people do have them going O-line, but the rumor mill has uh, literally came out today that they rumor is that they think Justin Fields is a generational talent. So if that's the case and he falls to eight, which it sounds like he might fall, um, between obviously Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson going one and two, and then Mac Jones or Trey Lance at three. It sounds like Justin Fields is the odd man out. So um, that could be just a rumor mill. So then they trade back and someone trades up with them to get that quarterback. Um, or it could be that they're legitimately considering that. And I mean, I don't blame them. I'm not going to start putting all my chips in with Sam Donald after what we've seen the last couple of years. I mean, I granted he's been with the Jets and Adam Gase, but I mean, he has convinced me that he's all of a sudden a franchise quarterback. And I think that's how the Panthers should approach it. If, if they think some of these guys coming out of the draft here are potentially franchise quarterbacks, I think you got to go take them, make them compete with Donald and um, roll with that. Uh, I think this is probably a good spot as a trade back as well. Um, unless they are seriously considering quarterback, I think this is a potential spot to trade back. Or um, if Penny Sewell or Slater are there, they're probably two guys to go there. Another guy that they haven't been linked to but who's running out draft, draft boards is J.C. Horn. 
uh, the quarterback from, I believe, South- USC, but USC oh, no. as in South Carolina, USC. <laughs> I think Virginia yeah. Yeah, or Virginia no, Tech. He's from South Carolina. Um, he has been running up draft boards the last week. And as you mentioned, Bradbury was gone in the offseason. They really have no DBs, so he might be a good fit here if they stay at eight as well. Uh, and obviously, Patrick Surton has been uh, top ten pick throughout the throughout all of mock draft season. So he might be the first DB off the board, and that might be their pick. Um, but we'll we'll see what they do there. I think I think you're probably right with the O line um, as first dibs. But uh, personally, I think they might trade out of it. And I mean, for the reasons that we said, there's a couple pieces that they would need, not necessarily are desperate for. Um, so you really couldn't go wrong if you get a nice package coming your way. Take that. Um, I get what you're saying with Justin Fields that if you're some, if you guy, if the guys in the room are so convinced that Justin Fields is going to be a guy for the future so that everyone else is sleeping on and he's sitting there for you to reach out and take, you might as well go and get him because it isn't like he was inconsistent in college. Um, he had a great college career. And uh, he kind of fits the mold of what you're looking for with a dual threat quarterback uh, in the NFL nowadays, really to spread, uh, especially or spread defenses, especially when you have uh, uh, what you call wide receivers as fast as the ones that they have. Uh, and that also the fact that you have defenses sitting back could make up for the situation that they have with their offensive line. If you're yeah. looking to strengthen that, it could help them push that off for a year or two more. If you have defenses having to sit back and play Justin Fields uh, as a dual threat quarterback. So I really don't think you could go wrong with any of the reasons that we just listed above. Uh, I don't think I think if Justin Fields doesn't go to the Panthers, however, I could see him going in the next pick to the Broncos. Uh Another team that just just traded for all, Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> and they're all Teddy Bridgewater is not the guy for the future. No, wanna, I think they know that. Uh, another team that you can't quite put your finger on where the plug the holes are from all the like how like just the thing is is that as I, I've been saying for the past couple years. They've been really just being dealt a shit hand, the Broncos, because it isn't like the Broncos are ever really getting their ass handed to them during games. They're usually hanging in there, and it's just those them and the Chargers go all the way down to the wire, and then they always find a way to blow the game. So, I mean, if it's a, a offensive line thing, certainly isn't their receivers, uh, isn't their mm. tight ends, uh, defense. They had a lot of injuries. They have a lot of decent players on their defense. Um, so I don't know if. I don't know where you'd want to go here. What, yeah. what do you, what's your opinion? Uh, a lot be- of people have linked Mika Parsons to them. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, it's certainly possible, and he's certainly a top linebacker slash edge rusher, so I wouldn't be shocked, and it makes sense, especially with Von Miller kind of coming off a huge years. injury yeah, and coming to the twilight of his career. Um, but it seems like they don't like their quarterback situation. They went and traded for Teddy Bridgewater. You wouldn't go and trade for a solid veteran backup slash someone who could win the starting job if you like Drew Locke. You don't see um, people. You don't see Kansas City trading for Nick Foles. Uh, obviously, you saw how Trubisky worked out in Chicago. They traded for Nick Foles. Those are the kind of things. That's the. That's what I see with Denver right now is they don't trust Drew Locke. They don't like Drew Locke. And to be honest, if John Elway never got Peyton Manning and and drafted well defensively. 
I think he would have been fired like three plus years ago because this team has been a disaster at drafting quarterbacks and it just continues. I don't I don't think they're going Mika Parsons here, especially since he took the year off. I think that's gonna hurt a lot of the guys. Um I could see them going quarterback here. Um, if not quarterback, I think they go potentially DB as well because um, they've been missing a lot of DBs. Chris Harris is gone, so they can definitely upgrade there. Um, but this might be another landing spot for potentially Justin Fields, Trey Lance, whoever's out there at this point. That'd be very, very Denver-esque. To, I Just have be, a huge quarterback battle. That'd be I, insane. And Teddy Bridgewater gets traded duel. again the next year. <laughs> uh, and I don't even know what would happen because it almost would feel bad for the quarterback that ended up going to the Broncos because it just seems like such a cursed place right yeah. now. And honestly, their O line isn't very good either. So if they can have someone fall to them, that might be an option as well. I know, but I mean, it's offensive linemen don't bring people into the stadiums. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater would bring no. people into the stadiums no. either. So that might be uh, not that there's. I mean, who knows? A couple months from now, if there's even going to be people in the stands, there should be, but. We'll have to see, but I don't know. It's just a bad situation in Denver. So this one I'm going to be looking at, but it's like a, a, a Detroit Lions uh, situation where where's the actual problem because it's just coming from everywhere. Uh, the next one's pretty clear cut for the Dallas Cowboys at number 10. I think you need a defensive back. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. um, their offense is great. They just lost their quarterback and they were, I don't know if Mike McCarthy, I'm sold on him. Uh, then again, they had Andy Dalton as their quarterback, so it isn't like they were playing lights out. But they have great a great wide receiving core. Uh, offensive line's always all right. They have one of the best uh, running backs in the league. Uh, one of the best linebacker partnerships in the league. Uh, young safeties. So I think the cornerback would be the clear option here. Yeah. So I think that either Sertan or Horn will be available at this pick at number 10. So I think you just take one of those. I think it's a no-brainer. Don't overthink it. Uh, you have everything basically. You're just looking for another uh, defensive back to help lock things down. Yeah, uh, there's two things that you want to do defensively. If if you can't, if you don't have good DBs to mask that, you get great pass rushers, and vice versa. If you don't have great pass rushers, you get some good DBs. Um, the Cowboys don't really have much of either right now. They have obviously Demarcus Lawrence is great, but he's the only one there. So edge rusher is another position that's out there that they might go for. Um, Personally, I agree with you. I think they're going to go with Patrick Sertain or maybe JC. I think Sertain, from, if I'm pronouncing that right, from Alabama is going to be the pick regardless if JC Horn is on the board or not. Um, another another guy they've been linked to, and I know Jerry loves to sell jerseys, is uh, Pitts as well. So that could be a potential team to look, maybe trade up to four or trade up to whatever to try and get Kyle Pitts if he's still around. Um, not like we need tight end, but obviously if you get another Jason Witten S dude, except a freak athlete, um, another guy you could have there for 15 years, you go and get them. Um, I mean, that guy will probably play more than Jerry Jones has like years left of his life. I was just going to say he's about to kick the bucket. Yeah. That's a guy you go and get. Obviously the defense is a mess. I, I think you go DB here or maybe start rebuilding the O line. Um, I don't think they're going to go edge rusher. One of the top guys off the board is Quiddy Pay um, from Michigan. Last time Cowboys drafted a Michigan guy was Taco Charlton, who obviously didn't work out. So I think that's in the back of Jerry's mind um, where he's not going to go with someone like that. 
I mean, it's possible. They could use another edge rusher, but I don't think there's that type of dude in this year's draft. Um, so I think I think they're going DB here, but we'll see if they try and trade up and make a splash. I think so. My thing is, is I think if you're a team that's going to bring people into the stadium, you get uh, you would trade up and get Pitts. I don't think it'll solve your problems on defense. Would just be the ultimate offensive team ever invented. I think think if Jerry Jones wants to see a Super Bowl for the Cowboys in his lifetime, you would do the smart idea, plug the hole that you obviously have with a DB, go get Sertan, and uh, get on with it. But, I mean, Jerry Jones never is – I would never say that he was someone that would do everything that everyone else thinks that he should do. Uh, So we'll see about that. Another team that – I think it's pretty clear cut of what they need uh, is the Giants. They need one of two things. One of the top offensive tackles, if they're still available, or one of the best wide receivers, if they're still available. Defense was one of the best in the league, and they would have been ranked higher if their offense wasn't screwing them over and keeping them on the field for so long last year. Uh, Wide receivers were constantly getting hurt. They went, they got Kenny Galladay. They have uh, Sterling Shepard, who gets injured here and there. Uh, Darius Slayton is a great young wide receiver. Uh, Evan Ingram, choke artist, but that's neither here nor there right now. I think never going to get a tight end there. Yeah, I think you either get offensive tackle because their offensive line always sucks and probably is one of the reasons why Saquon Barkley got hurt. You need to protect your assets. And or you go and you get one of these young wide receivers, these flashy playmakers, if they're available. I don't think the Giants should go and get Devontae Smith for reasons like we said, where he's really going to I don't be think Waddle's going to be there, though. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if you I, I don't know if you take a, if Devontae, if someone goes, you know what, Devontae Smith is really good. He's going to be the guy. Go and get him. Uh, then maybe he will slide somewhere in there around number 10. Um, but I, I don't think that. Devontae Smith, the Giants desperately need an offensive tackle or a playmaking wide receiver. So I don't think either would go amiss uh, if they took one or the other. Uh, I just don't think Devontae Smith, for reasons like we said, uh, I know a lot of people hate the nerds with the statistics, but when it's jarring and there's been a lot of questionable picks by Gettleman. So for them, him to have the balls and go and take Devontae Smith at number 10 when there could be one of those top two offensive tackles still on the board, I think you got to go with one of those. Uh, or if there's one of those Waddle uh, chase, which I don't think there's a shot in hell, he'll be there still. Um, but yeah, one of those game-breaking Waddle wide receivers might, I don't go and get him. Chase, no way. I can't see Chase being available. Um, I would agree with you. Offensive line is obviously something they've needed forever. Uh, they have Nate Solder coming back. Whether he's good or not is another question. And they drafted, obviously, Andrew Thomas last year. So they have those kind of left tackle, right tackle, however they want to play him. They do have him, um, and and we think he's coming back. I don't think he could opt out this year. So they have those two options, which kind of makes me think they're either going wide receiver uh, which is Devontae Smith. I don't think Waddle's going to be there. If, if Waddle is there again, I think Waddle's going ahead of Smith. So I think that will be their pick. Um, but Mika Parsons is going to be there. He's an interesting fit for a team that's never had a linebacker, could use another potential pass rusher um, slash athletic guy. Um, uh, but finally, I am I put a little money on it just for fun, but I could see J.C. Horn 
going in this spot with the Giants. Um, I think the Eagles are going to go DB, so I think the Giants are well aware of that. And I think that they might feel like they want this guy. Dave Gettleman has a history of drafting guys who are ready to play uh, right now. So it's been like that for the last couple of years. Dimes is probably the only guy he didn't draft who wasn't ready to play right now. Between Dexter Lawrence, Saquon, and then Andrew Thomas, who wasn't the best rated offensive lineman in the draft, but he was the most day one ready uh, lineman. Those are guys that Gettleman's been picking. So J.C. Horn's supposed to be the best DB who can play on day one. And they have Bradbury there, but they do not have another DB. Those guys get burned, and it makes Bradbury look better because no one wants to throw against them. They just throw against the trash they have on the (laughs) other side of the field. So I wouldn't be surprised if they go with J.C. Horn. I I sprinkled a little on it, plus 700. so just a little money, you know, just just play around money, nothing serious. But I wouldn't be surprised if they go J.C. Horn here. And I, I don't hear that a lot, but I think um, I guess we'll see draft day. If Waddle's gone, Chase is gone, Penne and Slater are gone, wouldn't be surprised if, if J.C. Horn's the guy. I agree. And the next one, like we said, I don't really want to harp on it too much. Uh, Eagles suck. Um, and I think that a defensive back – would be great for them. They just lost Jalen Mills. Um, yeah. They have a whole lot they of things. Lot. They can that do they anything. Could, they could do anything, and it wouldn't really make me bat an eye. Uh, I think a DB would be great for them because they got thrown all over last year. Um, so I think that that would probably be the one that I personally would want to if I was the uh, GM for the Eagles, but they have their new coach. Uh, they have Jalen Hurts, who they now think is going to be their quarterback. I know they said that there was going to be an open contest. I don't know yeah. who else uh, yeah. even is on the roster to compete with Joe them. Flacco. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so we'll see. But, I mean, once again, it's one of those where it's like you can't really go wrong. Um, yeah, they can use anything they can get. Another team that really can't go wrong, uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, a lot of people have – Devontae Smith going there or an offensive lineman. Yeah, um, I think the latter makes – I think where you can't go wrong, I, I disagree. I think uh, the Chargers not – I was about to say San Diego. I think they should really consider going O-line here. I agree. Um, given that their line was an issue last year, you want to build around – obviously Herbert seems to be the future and a great pick. Uh, I think you got to keep building that O-line. Um Aliyah Vera Tucker from USC seems to be a logical fit being on the West Coast already. Uh, and he's been jumping up draft boards. Washington's been a guy linked to him and a bunch of other teams in the teens and even the Giants. So uh, that I think that makes sense. If Slater or Penny Sewell fall a little too much for their liking, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers were one of those teams to jump up. And grab them. The Giants should have one oh. of those two, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't shock me if the Chargers, especially Herbert's played with Sewell. Um, if they drop to eight or nine, man, I wouldn't be shocked if the Chargers got in there and said, let's go grab them because they can, they can use that any old lineman they can get. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked if they moved up and grabbed one. And if they stayed put, I think there's going to be good old linemen there as well. And the Chargers are a team that I've said for years, and I really do believe that they are a team that you could, I could see making a run deep into the, to get into the playoffs. Yeah, and make a run in the playoffs. They certainly they have, have the quarterback the, and the weapons, and man. they have one of the best defenses in the league yeah. if they could figure it out. It was just another case of choke job. And you Anthony hope Anthony Lynn was. I think they can yeah, right. He's a that. mess. 
Um, yeah, he's gone. And you hope that um, Derwin James stays around and, and is healthy. He wasn't healthy last year again for, I think, the second year row. So you hope he's healthy. So they got some of those things coming back. Maybe they go DB, um, depending on who's on the board, because I believe they lost Casey Hayward this year, who was a solid cornerback for them that they signed in free agency a few years back. But I think you got to start with that offensive line and, and protecting Justin Herbert, the franchise. So I think that's the pick here. If they can move up and get Suos later, I think they do that. If not, I think Vera Tucker or um, Tara Shaw, I believe, from Virginia Tech are the two guys they would target. That's then for the next pick, we have the uh, the Minnesota Vikings. And for me, in my opinion, uh, I think something that would be very good for them is an edge rusher. Uh, they lost one or two of their edge rushers last season, Everson Griffin going to the uh, Cowboys. Uh there's some people that have them taking an offensive lineman. The thing is, is that they had one of the best rush offenses in the league. Therefore, and then they had Justin Jefferson, who had a record-breaking season as a wide re- as a rookie wide receiver. Yeah. They have Adam Thielen. They have, I mean, they need a tight end, but you're not going to get a tight end if Kyle Pitts is gone. Um, but I think that uh, Micah Parsons might be someone that, if he's still around wouldn't go uh, wouldn't be terribly bad for an overhanging linebacker they have two of the better uh inter- interior uh linebackers in the league with uh bar and kendricks so uh i think that an edge rusher someone to keep their defense with their uh i forget what the the phrase is what i forget the phrase where are they with their ears up <laughs> what is, what is that? I can't what? think of the phrase. I'm gonna be really pissed. Like their ears pinned per- back, or ears pinned back. Ah, where they're able okay. to go. Where they're able to actually play a, a little more aggressive. If they have someone, mm. a freak athlete yeah, like Mike, you know, Parsons Mike Zimmer likes his defense too. So. Exactly. So if you have someone who's actually ha- allowing them to get on their get on the front foot on defense, uh, their offense is good enough. I mean, Kirk Cousins, I feel like is could be a potentially one of the biggest issues on their in their offense he had an all right year but he's not someone he's someone like a jared goff caliber player where it's he's not going to really go out and win you a game but he's good enough just to maintain the game so if you could go out and get someone like a game breaker like micah parsons i think that would be a great uh idea for them just to get a little bit of a better pass rush and you have those two internal guys like i mentioned to clean up a little bit yeah i i think I mean, Mike Zimmer does love his defense. He definitely could use a pass rusher, uh, especially... I mean, they tried to address that last year in Gonkwe. They traded away eventually. Um, and I the name escapes me for their other edge rusher, but I think... Uh, he, what's his name? Hunter, I think? Yeah. But he wants, like, a, a huge contract or something. So that's another issue that Mike Zimmer's got to deal with. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think you're right if they go edge rusher. Obviously, another area need is offensive line. It was a, a nightmare last year. So they've been linked to a lot of offensive linemen, whether it's Dershaw, Vera Tucker, um, or anyone who falls to them as far as Slater or Sewell. So I think they're going to go O-line here, but like we said, Mike Zimmer loves his defense, man. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes an edge rusher, someone like Mika Parsons. Yes. Then the the next pick is the, whatchamacallit, is the Patriots, right? The Pats? Pats, yeah, 15, man. And... That's another team who haven't been that early like our whole life. <laughs> yeah. And and the other thing was is that they've made so many signings in the off season. So it's another team. Yeah, they overpaid for. I mean, they did a lot. They I feel like they overpaid for a lot of guys, and 
I don't know what I mean. Obviously, everyone trusts Bill, but they definitely overpaid for some, especially wide receivers like Aguilar and stuff. Um, yeah, they made some skeptical moves, but obviously they didn't sure up quarterback position because they only signed Cam to a one-year deal, and he didn't look like the answer last year. So, I think if you're the Pats, if if someone falls to you, or maybe you trade up one of those two things, I think that might be the position of need and position you go get here if you like one of those guys. Obviously, the Patriots have never been able to draft wide receiver well. They've been able to finesse wide receivers, um, whether it's Randy Moss or Wes Welker or Julian Edelman. But they have the guys they drafted, like Nikhil Harry and et cetera, have not done well. So maybe that's another position if someone good falls to them, they go and grab. Um, but I, I that's in, that's going to be intriguing. I don't know what exactly they're going to do. Uh, whether it's trading up or getting a quarterback, wide receiver, O-line, or maybe they just go, I don't know. I don't know. Bill's always scheming something. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, is I could. it wouldn't equally surprise me if he went or if they went out and traded up mm-hmm. and took a quarterback. There was a lot of rumors in the beginning of the draft uh, rumor mill that they were going to go out and trade for trade up and get mac jones yeah but if he's three i mean if it's three which is absurd there's not a shot in hell that they're going to trade up and get him so they could very well just settle um and get you know what i I really don't even they have they just signed so many people i wouldn't even be surprised if they just go and get offensive linemen they got a lot of they got a lot of other weapons for their offense and defense their defense have a lot of players coming back as well people forget so I really wouldn't be surprised if they just go and get an offensive lineman, protect Cam Newton, uh, who's been very injury prone over the past yeah. couple seasons. Plus Cam's only on a one-year deal, so if they decide to go to get a quarterback next year or trade for someone, whatever the case may be, they at least got uh, another piece of that offensive line. Exactly, uh, without getting too ballsy, because I mean there are a couple of there's a couple of really good offensive linemen that float around in the first round that you don't want to reach for either so they could potentially have a nice uh offensive lineman fall right into their lap at this pick uh the next one uh is, i think is clearly defense to me is the arizona cardinals arizona cardinals invested a lot in their offense last season this season they went and they got jj watt uh they have Chandler jones uh i really think a linebacker would be good for them i don't I, there's not a lot they have uh who, yeah i would agree hicks with you. Is their starting middle linebacker that they have? They don't have a. I mean, I guess that's the issue at hand. Do they have? They don't really have someone that pops off the uh, yeah, the roster for them at, at linebacker. So their defense it, was bad. Their defense was really bad. That's why they got JJ Watt. Uh, that's why they have. I mean, Chandler Jones needed help. Yeah, I mean, help. he was hurt last year, and he was Chandler hurt. Jones. Um, so I mean, you have Patrick Peterson, who's one of the best uh, players in the NFL, flat out. You have Buda uh, Baker. So we'll see. I, th- I think that they should get a defensive player because they invested a lot last year in their offense. Uh, offensive linemen wouldn't be terrible for me either. Um, but I mean, th- I mean, everywhere else, I mean, they're <laughs> as I just listed like fifty different things. Um, I, I think that it really the things that would uh, make sense to me is if they went got an offensive lineman or a linebacker the kind of meat and potato parts of their uh, team because they they have a lot of flashy players. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, Kyler Murray. Uh, J.J. Watt. They don't have the people that are just, like going to clean up. You have to have those people in the team that are all over the field and they aren't a team that or a, a person that pops off, off the uh, – 
the roster to you, but they get the job done. Yeah. And uh, that's something that they really are missing out on. And yeah. It cost them a lot of games. I would agree. I mean, it's supposed to be Kyler Murray has been lobbying for a wide receiver. I don't know who's going to fall to them, but I would agree with you on the defensive side. I think linebacker is an obvious need. Um, another one, cornerback, Patrick Peterson's got, I mean, Patrick Peterson's been aging, but he's been starting for that team and now he's gone. So that's an obvious, obvious need that they need to replace. So I think those are, I think they got to look defensively and those are probably the two spots they can go. Um, but I mean the way JC Horn's jumping up draft boards, I don't think he's going to be there. So linebacker might be the the pick here. Yeah. Whether it's Mika Parsons, someone else. And I don't think one of those top uh, cornerbacks is going to be there either at that point. Uh, like we said, I think it will either be the Eagles or um, Cowboys, uh, one of those teams to go in and get them, um, or the, even the Giants, like you were saying. Uh, so the next pick that we have on here is the Raiders. Uh, Raiders, kind of a disaster last year. They started out really well. Uh, they, they had a couple they had a couple good games. Uh I know that I feel like they what were they like around 500 last year? Um, they beat the Chiefs. <laughs> they beat, that's that's basically what you could slap on on their season review. Hey, they beat the Chiefs that one time, um, and they I think they kept them. Didn't they keep it pretty close the second game? Or yeah, they I, lost in like the last two minutes or whatever. Yeah, so I, I I think that really anywhere on the defense or even an offensive lineman would be really good. Uh, I think they lost a couple guys this past year. Um, in I guess free agency or trading or cutting. yeah, though well, they could definitely lose use O line. I think they just traded like everyone away and, and just they released, completely uh, left Rodney Hudson. They, yeah, they just completely left Derek Carr with nothing. So I think that's an obvious spot. Another spot I think um, where they can trade back as well as the Raiders is another team who can move back because it seems whether it's because they're not getting the correct or a full amount of medical information or they didn't have a full combine, whatever the reason is, it seems like John Gruden and Mike Mayock hate this year's draft. Um, they've already come out and said, like, we're not going to take any guys who skipped last year and like or were against them, whatever the case is. So I wouldn't be surprised if they traded back. Obviously, like you mentioned, they do need O-line. They, for whatever reason, they let everyone go. And defense, it was a nightmare for that team as well. So that would be an obvious fit, whether it's a a, a defensive lineman who obviously there's very few in this year's draft. I think there's one projected to go in the top uh, in the first round. So linebackers, another fit, um, which we've mentioned a bunch of linebackers, but O-line would make the most sense. I could see this team trading back and, and just grabbing an O-line in the late 20s or, or potential early 30s. I agree. Uh, and the next one for me, not the next one for me. The next one is not my decision. It's the it's the Dolphins uh, for that next pick. And uh, to me, I could see them once again. I could see them. There isn't at this point. There isn't really something that's screaming out to me that they would or a player that's this deep down in the draft that they would necessarily need. Um, you think that they can you see them trading back at all? I, the only other the only other thing I could see them doing is shoring up. Maybe either a uh, offensive lineman or uh, yeah, a def- or another pass rusher. Yeah, Is I was going to say pass rusher might be a. It depends who's left really, and see how the early because Quiddy pays a guy who's projected. He's been climbing up boards too, um, but I think uh, Jalen Phillips, if I'm pronouncing that right, from Miami, could be a guy there. I do think uh, they go offense first, and then I can see them grabbing a defense, an edge rusher. 
later on in the uh in their 18th overall pick yeah i could see then just someone in the trenches just to shore up those positions yeah if there's someone that's that they really believe in at that point in the draft but i think the most important pick is the one at the top of the draft if they trade back a couple more picks or trade up who knows um especially if they go out and get kyle pitts and i think the next pick will just be kind of i mean this pick might not even be theirs at this point in the draft if they trade up and get him yeah um and then the next team is the Washington football team. Take your pick of what they need. They really need everything. Um, I don't even who's their quarterback this next year. Who the football team? Uh, Fitzmagic, dude, and Heineke, the goat. I mean, they can. So they might maybe go quarterback if someone falls, if Fields falls or something. Um, other than that, I mean, Ron Rivera. I th- I could see him going defense here for sure. Or maybe get no. I think defense. I don't, I'm so not going to say. O-line. I would say I don't know if there's any DBs really. They could go for a linebacker. Their defensive line is one of the best in the NFL. It's just a fact of a matter that no one else in their team really has a clue what the hell's going on. Uh, big mess that they left around Rivera. So, uh, and funny enough, they still almost made the playoffs. They yeah. did make the playoffs. They won the oh, NFC shit. Beast. Yeah, 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 because that was like one of the best games in the in the. Playoffs. Yeah, that was the closest game with that, that Tampa was, had. Yeah, that was the most. Dis- oh, and that's that was a where, great game. Tyler Heineke, dude. Tyler Heineke was the magic on, man. I thought that the was legend. The, I, I thought that was the last. Legends game are the, born. <laughs> I thought that was the last game of the regular season. But yeah, no, I completely forgot about that. I think I won money on that game actually because they they. Uh, I don't think the Buccaneers covered. No, I don't believe so. Um. That was yeah. That was a real trash. I mean, it was a good game, but that was that's right. Now that now that you just reminded me of that, because that's what I picked against the Buccaneers like every round this year. After that, solely because they almost lost <laughs> to Taylor Heineke. But if Taylor Heineke's the guy, then maybe they go and get a wide receiver if there's any left at this point. Um, that's right. Damn, I I can't believe that the there's so many teams in the NFC East that were. It was like between at one point it was between the Cowboys and like maybe the Giants. Giants, and then the Giants beat us, so they would have won the division if the Eagles didn't throw Nate Sudfield in. Yes. So that's why I hope whoever right, the Eagles pick, I hope it's a bust. Yeah, it's got to be cursed. I hope so too. Where even is Doug Peterson now? In nowhere, dude. He's Sitting just right just living off his the money he made off his book. And for, <laughs> for fucking throwing a game. Yeah. Uh, and then the next pick. Uh, for the Chicago Bears, uh, you go out and get an offensive lineman for the Red Rifle. Their defense is always spectacular. It's just a fact of a matter of can you do anything on offense? Uh, they had Mitch Trubisky as their quarterback, as their guy yeah. the past couple of years. They had Nick Foles, who supposedly was going to come and save their team, no, and he did absolutely jack Andy shit. Andy Dalton's locked in. So now Andy Dalton's locked in. You got to go and protect him. I th- you go maybe get an offensive lineman. I it, think so because they have Allen Robinson, they have Anthony Miller. They're uh, so bad, though. I mean, as not they're not actually that bad, but just their whole management has just been an absolute dumpster fire since they traded up for Trubisky. It's just all downhill. Trade all these picks for Khalil Mack, et cetera. They had all these they and they put themselves in good spots, but because you don't have that quarterback, you you don't go anywhere. So I think um yeah, I mean O line I think makes sense. I think they they should go there. Or um depending on who's there wide receiver, I think they'll go there as well. Uh they obviously Allen Robinson, I believe this is his last year. 
I think they franchised him, and he didn't like that. He doesn't want to sign an extension. At least that's the latest. I guess we'll get a feel for that with what they pick. Um, but I could see why if they go wide receiver here, I think Allen Robinson's this is last year with the team, um, and it, it makes sense for them to go wide receiver. They can see that. And Andy Dahl needs some weapons. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh my God. But they have Allen Robinson. They have Anthony Miller. So my my logic was that if they went and they got an offensive lineman to protect them more, not that that is going to all of a sudden solve all of their issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Matt Nagy's on his last uh, leg here too. So I think he has to have a good season as well. So maybe a wide receiver could be it or an offensive lineman. But I think they need to wake that offense up or else it's – Nagy's going to be gone. They're going to clean house. They're going to clean house. But also the, their owner's a, a mess, too. So, I, I, I don't know with them. Uh, right, the next pick, we have the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts, for all of you at home who do not remember, traded for the great Carson Wentz. Um, yes. <laughs> so, uh, the question is here, what do you take? And I think maybe an offensive lineman. It's another team that their defense is pretty stacked. Um, last year they had traded for DeForest Buckner. Um, they have decent wide receivers. Uh, they have good interior offensive linemen. And then as you move outside to the tackles is where it was causing them a lot of problems uh, in the past season. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they went and got an offensive lineman for those reasons. Uh, obviously, they don't need a quarterback, and I don't think there is going to be a quarterback available at this point. Maybe Trey Lance or Justin Fields for some ungodly reason. I don't think, yeah. They slip the bong that mask on. That would be the if, talk uh, of the town if that happens. <laughs> if someone slips a bong mask on at some point uh, before draft night. Dude, even that doesn't make you fall to the 20s if you're <laughs> that good. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I'm just playing it safe here. I think they go and get an offensive lineman just to fortify their uh, thing. And Frank Reich obviously believes in Carson Wentz. They got to keep Carson Wentz healthy. He's been roughed up the past couple of years. Um, so I think offensive lineman would be the pick in this situation. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think offense, I mean, they obviously have a good offensive line in, in some states. I think um, either that's going to be it, or even though they have DeForest Buckner, I think they wouldn't mind putting another edge rusher on the opposite side. Um, so I think it's one of those two spots. I don't think they're going to go wide receiver. It seems like T. Higgins was a good pick, and I think they re-signed T.Y. Hilton, who is okay. Um, at this point in his career, but I think you're right with uh, either O line. And personally, I think Edge Rusher could be a play here for yeah, the Indianapolis Colts. A, a meat and potatoes pick, as they call them. That, that no one calls it. That. That's what I'm making it up right now. <laughs> um, next pick, Tennessee Titans. Uh, thinking off of last season, obviously Tennessee Titans, I thought were potentially going to be a dark horse to make a run deep into uh, the postseason. Um, here I would maybe take another offensive lineman, uh, maybe a p- edge rusher because they had just lost. Uh, which one would call it? Well, I don't know if it's yeah. Javion Clowney's officially gone, right? He's gone. Um, he barely even played for them, and obviously they've tried to do these kind of things with one-off guys trying to get a, a veteran to maybe respark their career. Hasn't worked out. So I think edge rusher is an obvious pick here. If they can get one to fall to him, Jalen Phillips would be a good guy to grab here. Or uh, cornerback's been really bad. I mean, their defense has been the main issue. Uh, Adoree Jackson hasn't been a big hit yet, and I don't know if he's ever going to be. Um, so I think edge rusher or DB is the pick here. Corey Davis they lost, so maybe maybe wide say. receiver, but uh, they obviously have A.J. Brown. They're in the 
they obviously can uh, potentially get Julio Jones. They're in the discussion for that as well. So I think they're going to go defense here. Mike Vrabel's going to grab either a, a top rusher, which I think is a huge need, or a DB. I think Caleb Farley could be a good pick here from Virginia Tech or any other DB that falls. Um, as far as edge rusher, there's a couple guys out there. I mean, Quiddy Pay is a big name, and it sounds like he's moving up the board. Jalen Phillips, I think, is a guy they should grab. Aziz Ajulari from Georgia. Now, he has some injury concerns, so I don't think they're going to go him, um, especially since they can't get a real full medical. So I think those are some names to look out for uh, if they go with that. But I think defense is the pick here, even though they lost Corey Davis. Yeah, and it isn't like Corey Davis was really a uh, you know the best thing ever either for them. He had a couple good games. Um but, I mean, aside from that, it isn't like he was wildly impressive. He was supposed to be, like, one of the best wide receivers of all time coming out of the draft a few years ago and was wildly underwhelming. So, I mean, you could get a wide receiver if there is someone that you really believe in. But other than that, I think an edge rusher probably would make more sense or even a cornerback. Uh, speaking of which, we have the New York Jets at number 23. Uh, you would have to imagine that their first pick is going to be an offensive player. So you would assume that their next pick would be a defensive player. Um, their uh, cornerback probably would make sense to me. Uh, you could throw any position out to me for the New York Jets, and it wouldn't strike me as shocking at all. Yeah, they got uh, a lot of work to do. They got a lot of work to do. Um, even a running back. I don't know if you'd want to take a running back in the first round this year because a lot of people are hating on the draft this year yeah. for running backs. I mean, Najee Harris, if he's there, seems like an obvious fit. Um, yeah. I think I think he would go one of these next two picks, either them or the Steelers, who uh, just had lost James Conner, right? To the didn't he go? Yeah. To, didn't he just sign with the what's call with the Cardinals? Cardinals, right? yeah. Another, yeah. but that's once again the Cardinals just trying it's to. Look at that. You get a couple running backs back there. I, yeah, I, I just think that they have so much more needs. Well, that's why I think just, that's why I think they're going to go defense, the Cardinals. But as far as the Jets, I mean, obviously they're getting Zach Wilson, and they got Beckton last year at the offensive line, so he seems to be, if he can stay healthy, a huge force there. Um, I do think Salah's coming in, uh, and he's going to go defense here. He's gonna he's gonna get them to go defense, whether it's an edge rusher or a DB. I think. That's what they're going to roll with. I think Jalen Phillips is another guy. If he goes past Tennessee from the University of Miami, I think he's a solid edge rusher. Um, he, I mean, he looked great on his pro day, and he played this past year, which is a plus. You can't say that for everyone. And I think he's going to be a great pick here if he goes for the Jets. Uh, DBs should probably be here. Caleb Farley, who we mentioned already from, from Virginia Tech, this is going to be about his range. Like like I said, J.C. Horn, it doesn't seem like he's falling right now, man. He's killing it. Greg Newsom from Northwestern, another DB that could go here. Um, or Najee Harris, if they decide to go that route. I don't think you could go wrong with any of those people. Um, and then the next one, I think that if Najee Harris doesn't go to the Jets, I yeah. think he 1 million percent is going to end up going to the Steelers. Yeah, and the Steelers should really focus on their offensive line, to be honest. But I don't think they will. I don't I think know that if they will. I think they're in that mode where it's like, shit. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is probably done. Uh, maybe they, you know what? Maybe they do just go Najee Harris because he's a really good uh, receiving. He's yeah. a he's a Le'Veon Bell esque kind of guy where you could throw and he could run or uh, catch the ball. 
Uh, obviously, you saw that a lot in the national championship game. He had a great, I think, receiving game as well. Um, but uh, I, I don't think that they will go offensive line. I think that would make a lot of sense. I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're going to take the sure thing at Najee Harris. Uh, and then, I guess, perhaps let their season go to shit next year. And then uh, go take it from there and see yeah. if maybe the next year they could really get some more assets in for uh, – offensive line and even maybe a quarterback next year as well um, but I mean we're another team that was everyone said oh well they went undefeated forever and then they got their yeah shit I think they were 11 and 0 and then they were 11 and 0 and then they were just dog shit till the end of the year which was very weird because it was night and day um their defense is really good. It's just a matter of their offense figuring it out, which is why I think they'll just take Najee Harris. They got uh, Juju Smith-Schuster back. Uh, they have a couple other young wide receivers. They did receivers. lose some edge. I believe they lost Bud Dupree, right? Or did he come back? I believe Look him up he quick. left, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, I mean, maybe Yeah, that he's on the Tennessee Titans. There you actually. go. So, uh Another reason why they should get a cornerback. Yeah, so so maybe they grab like a edge rusher too there, or or yeah, a DB as well for Pittsburgh. I mean, honestly, I think he, they should go O line, but Najee Harris, yeah, Najee Harris might be too tempting to pass. Yeah, up. especially like you mentioned earlier, this running back crew is not supposed to be the best. And then whether just, it's true or not, and it comes to fruition, and who knows, but it seems to be like not really. So then it you seems have to be the, like Najee Harris, maybe Etienne. Uh, the dude from North Carolina, Javante Williams. But, like, those two are, like, fringe top prospects. Najee yeah. Harris seems to be the guy, and everyone else is just Everyone whatever. else is you're taking, like, a waiver out yeah. on them. But then you have to ask yourself this question if you're not going to take Najee Harris. Is Benny Snell the guy for you? Is Benny Snell going to get no, you through no, next no. season? I think they know that. But you can get any – I mean, if you build the goal, good old line, you can be running C.J. C. Anderson in the NFC playoffs – for X amount of yards and in the Super Bowl. So if you can really build that O-line, I mean, Zeke was getting outperformed by um, Tony Pollard this year. So if you can really build that O-line, it really doesn't – I think you're more of a plug-and-play, but it might be too tempting to pass up, play some old smash-mouth football with no O-line, run say, for 30 yards. As a former offensive lineman, I know that. You could put – you could put really – if you have a like the like that Dallas Cowboys offensive line a few years ago, you could have put like me as their running back, and I probably would have had over a thousand yards rushing that yeah. season. Um, so that would be the sensible pick. However, that doesn't bring names into the stadium, and that doesn't get people chatting. If they, you go and get an offensive lineman, uh, which you would like to see, but maybe they're just thinking they're so royally fucked anyway this season. Maybe they'll try and get Najee Harris in there to see if he'll be a playmaker for them and open things up again for them. Uh, like Le'Veon Bell did in the past because then after he left, it all fell apart. But we'll see. Um, next pick is the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars once again. And it's a team that just has 50 billion different holes in their team. Uh, linebacker, maybe? I don't know anything, honestly. Uh, it, none of them would really... It's just like I think they're trying to. I think that's another team, just like, hey, who's gonna fall to us? Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's just a kind of like a cleanup pick, a garbage disposal. Whoever has slid down all this way, um, any of those big names that we've rattled off uh, already. If any of those people fall, aside from Justin Fields or Trey Lance, I think is gonna end up getting gobbled up by the Jaguars just because they have so many 
holes in their team. There yeah. isn't something that's like if they throw this in, they all of a sudden yeah, are all they be have a is like Miles contender. Jack. Yeah, and like the next pick, which is the Cleveland Browns, which I think they desperately could use a linebacker. They've yeah, I think they have a lot of that's been the big projection from what I've seen. Yeah. That was something that screwed them out of a lot of games this year. Uh, people's ability to run the ball, uh, especially against the Chiefs. There was a couple plays where it was short yardage situations and they weren't able to close in. And I think if they had a a, a linebacker who had a nose for the ball and could go, uh, you know, from east to west and cover the whole entire uh, from one sideline to the other sideline, I think they would be in a much better position because now they have Odo Beckham Jr. Obviously, you don't need a wide receiver. Jarvis Landry, obviously, you don't need a wide receiver. Yeah. Austin Hooper, you don't need a tight end as if no, there was a tight end. They're stacked. They're, they're a really they good team. They got a teams. good O line so and they I built think, that O line through the draft and free agency. I think if they could go out, if they could get a franchise linebacker, then you could really be talking about a team that could make a run. I mean, they were a fourth down uh, conversion away from. Uh, or stopping a fourth yeah. down conversion or fumbling and, the end zone, and fumbling like, through the end zone. <laughs> like so many things went that wrong in that game. They could have been in the AFC championship game for all we know, maybe even the Super Bowl and would have gotten fucked up by the, <laughs> by the Buccaneers, but who knows? Um, and then we go to the Ravens for the love of Christ, just pick a fucking wide receiver. Please. Yeah, right. Well, they have or two picks to rusher. do that. They have two picks to do that or an edge rusher. Yeah. No, I would agree with you, and I mean, maybe we could take both their picks right now. They got 27 and 31. I think you got to go wide receiver because no one wants to play with Lamar Jackson in that offense because, I mean, you go there and you you catch for 800 yards, and if you're not a tight end, that's not good for you and definitely not good for free agency. So everyone's going to pass up on them regardless of the money you want to throw. So I think you have to build that position at the draft. Um, Hollywood Brown has not seemed like the answer, and and I think – that's what hurts Devontae Smith as well. You see a guy similar stature, similar size, a lot of buzz, and he has not performed well at the NFL level, and he has similar characteristics to Devontae Smith. Obviously, he's not as good as Devontae Smith, but um, I think that's what's hurting Devontae Smith, and I think that's another reason why Baltimore's got to go with wide receiver. Whether it's 27 or 31, I think they're going to address that need. Um, a lot of people have different wide receivers going to them. Personally, I think... Uh, Elijah Moore is is a guy that's a good pick here from Ole Miss. Bateman's been another guy linked to him. Um, I don't think Terrence Marshall is going to be the pick from LSU. He seems to be fading very fast off draft boards um, because of his injury history. Um, Rashad Bateman, like I mentioned, from Minnesota. I think another name to throw out there, Kadarius Toney from Florida, has been a hot name. Um, Rondell Moore from Purdue as well, but I don't think he's going to go there. Uh, I think it's really Bateman, Tony, and uh, Elijah Moore at the wide receiver position. And I think Moore would be a great pick at um, either 27 or 31. And I agree with you with the edge rusher thing as well. I think they're going to go with an edge rusher. I don't know who's going to be left. Jason Owen, uh, Owen, however you pronounce his name, from Penn State is another guy they can grab. But... I mean, he had no sacks last year, so that's kind of an <laughs> that's kind of an issue when you're looking for edge rushers. Um, Joe Tyron, Jalen Phillips, Gregory Rousseau, who's falling out of draft boards um, due to his injury issues and the fact that he didn't perform well on his pro day. He got showed up by Jalen Phillips from Miami, and he opted out last year. So he went from top 20 pick, and he's fallen out of the first round. 
but that could be maybe a guy that the Ravens grab. Um, and obviously Aziz Ajulari, if he falls further from Georgia as an edge rusher, he's another guy they can grab here. Uh, and then the next picks, the Saints, who I think is another team that could use a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, now that it's probably going to be Jameis Winston or uh, Taysom Hill, I don't think it's going to be. I think it's Hill, dude. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I don't think it should be because I think that the whole, I think for his sake, I think he should want to be the backup wide receiver, or the backup quarterback too, and just be that utility player that everyone likes. Because I think if you put him in as the starting uh, quarterback, you're going to soon find out that he isn't really the guy. And you saw that the couple of games that he started this season, he didn't really do anything crazy. No. But when but you have him in in those couple those couple plays a game where he makes a big play, that's why people like him. That's why he still has a job in the NFL. If he was solely just that pocket passer quarterback like Drew Brees, you would soon find out that he's not the guy that you want. So I think you go and get a wide receiver to help either him or Jameis Winston out in this situation. Yeah, and or or defense I think is the other option if you don't want to go with with that. I think they can use another cornerback outside of Lattimore who's who's been banged up this past year, so it might just be good to get some more insurance. Um, uh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting pick. I mean, obviously wide receiver makes sense, but I don't know if they're going to play some crazy gadget offense where they don't really need a wide receiver as much. Um, Zaven Collins, a linebacker from Tulsa, is another guy who is the linebacker of the year, I believe, in college football. He can go there as well. It really depends whether they want to go defense or offense. If they go offense, I think they're grabbing one of the wide receivers we mentioned from Baltimore. Right. Uh, and then the next one we have the Packers. The Packers... You uh, hope they help out Rodgers, right? <laughs> you would hope they would help out Rodgers, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they went and got another linebacker. Uh, ever since they lost, uh, you know, they've had no problem with their outside linebackers. If you could even consider them uh, outside linebackers, this is Darius yeah. Smith and Preston Smith. Uh, both have had pretty good careers at uh, on at Green Bay. So if, I think you could get someone in the middle mm-hmm. uh, to play with them and someone to, f- to fill the void that Bleak Martinez left for them. Uh, I think that would be a good pick, and I don't think you'd be wrong either if you went and you got a wide receiver. Um their wide receivers are so streaky aside from Devontae Smith. Devontae Adams. Devontae yeah. Adams, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that everyone else has just been, you know, just plug and play. Alan Lazard, uh, St. Cloud Brown, or whatever the fuck his name is, uh, Valdez Scantling. These guys yeah. have a couple, they each have a game where they take turns being very good, and the other one is complete ass. So I think you need to help Devontae Adams, help Aaron Rodgers, uh, help their offense open up a little bit. Uh, and I don't think that would – I think that that's what people have been begging for the past few years. And on top of that, I think that it would be great to help uh, Jordan Love, who could potentially could be yeah. coming in with the next I mean, next they said Rodgers is the future, but whatever. I don't <laughs> – I mean, as a 30-whatever-year-old yeah. quarterback, I don't know how long that future may be. So it wouldn't hurt to get another young wide receiver in there. Because uh, right now it's just a Devontae Adams show. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think Elijah Moore is a good pick there if they can get him. But who who knows? I haven't really been helping Rodgers out. So I wouldn't be shocked if they traded out or something. Right. And then the next pick is we have uh, the, the Buffalo Bills. Bills. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills is a very solid team, uh, a team that very well could have been in the Super Bowl this past year. And no one would yeah. have been shocked at all. Uh, almost people were some people were expecting it. 
Um, if there's something that really pops off the table to me, uh, maybe a, not that it pops off the t- it stands out to me. If there's something that they probably could use, uh, would be a, a defensive end. Yeah, uh, I think someone to get more pressure. Uh, I think they have good linebackers. They have good uh, a good core in their secondary. Uh, offense obviously was one of the best in the NFL this past year. Uh, so I think that that would probably be a great um, a great pick for them. Just yeah. someone, to, another person to throw in there to get at the quarterback. Uh, you know, there's there's a bunch of good like there's no. Um, history making edge rushers i feel like at this point yeah. at the no, draft i agree with you though they do need to throw another edge rusher in there because that that was probably their biggest weakness i mean they had jerry hughes but outside of that nothing really right. and um yeah i mean i think that's i think that's the issue they got to address they've been linked to travis etienne though and, and i like their running backs so i don't think they do that i think that's a fake rumor um but uh, yeah i would agree with defensive end here um and then the ravens once again we had the Ravens taking a wide yeah. receiver. I think or that this is, a, I think this is a, a swap from the one yeah. uh, previous one. And then to send us home here, uh, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who, I mean, in all reality, there isn't anything that was really staggeringly. No. And they got everyone back, which th- is. That's what I, that's what I was going to say. They it even got like, AB today. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it isn't even like you could say wide receivers because they somehow managed to pull that off. They still have all of their running backs. They still have their offensive line that was great this past year. Young. Um, their linebacking core is probably a top two, if not the best linebacking core in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver running core backs is the front. best. Probably one of the best partnerships in their backfield in the NFL. Um one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So you could throw any name out there. I can't promise you that they'll be starting next year because they have basically their entire, they, I don't think they lost anyone, right? They no, I think they got everyone. I mean, maybe they go wide receiver here just cause God wins on it. His, his last year. And if they don't want to resign him, they also there's, had- there's been the rumor that they might get mills from Stanford or another quarterback at the late in the, this last pick. I don't believe those to be true. No, not not with this pick. A D line makes sense, I think, a little bit because they have rotate. Sue and Vita Veo, but obviously Sue's on like never ending one year deals, and, and Vita Veo was hurt last year, so it's good to have another guy there. Um, and then I was also gonna, I completely forget what I was. Or, no, I was also gonna say it probably would make more sense for the defensive lineman, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. of uh, which McCall. You said wide receiver, but they had that kid from. Uh, Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota, who made he, a lot of big he played plays. Tyler Johnson, right? Tyler yeah, Johnson played made a well. lot of big plays uh, in the postseason, and he had a lot of good plays throughout the year. Uh, but it's hard. It's hard to get your licks when uh, or your reps when you have two of the best wide receivers in the NFL and then a guy who could have been the, one of the best of all time in that yeah. position Yep. if he didn't. Definitely a Hall of Famer even little, with his uh, antics. <laughs> yeah, as you say, with his uh, antics, with his fucking helmet. Think yeah. about it, if he just was like, you know what? It's fine if I just get a Revo speed. I don't need this old ass fucking Rydell helmet. No. If if that didn't happen, who knows what would have happened? But yeah, neither here nor there. Um, all right. So let me. Here's my my final question. I'm gonna be. This is putting you on the spot a little bit, so I apologize. What do you got? What is the one team that you think could turn from a middle of the road team 
to a real playoff contender, Super Bowl. Or not, I wouldn't say Super Bowl, but like they could make, they could drastically t- uh, change their fortunes by their their pick this year in the draft with their first round pick. Not talking about their whole draft, just their first round pick. Who do you think uh, is the team that's going to have that? one pick that could really make the big difference in the yeah uh, the end of that's tough i mean i san francisco i think would be a cop out there because that that's a team that was in the super bowl a few years ago and obviously injury bug has gotten to them but it makes sense if they can get mac jones or a quarterback that they trust they can be right back in the mix i think one team that people aren't looking at um is probably the panthers i think that's an interesting team because that division seems to be kind of falling apart drew Brees retired we don't. Julio Jones might get traded. Matt Ryan. We don't know. The Buccaneers will have um, maybe one the or Buccaneers, two seasons before the, they. Sure, they're making a run, but I mean, I don't know how long it's going to last. So I think yeah. this could be a thing where, sure, maybe you don't make the playoffs this year, but you have a foundation where two years from now you're fighting for the division title, and three, four years from now you're ready to fight for a Super Bowl. I'd probably. I really, like I mentioned, I, I would say I probably agree with you with the Panthers. Because the Panthers have such a, I, I like their their coaching staff. Uh, I think they played a way over their. Uh, we're punching way above their weight, right? What is it? Is they right punching above their weight in <laughs> their weight class last year? Uh, we're hanging in there with some really good teams, beat some really good teams. Um, so if I think they could, if they could get a couple key pieces, uh, another team that I could, I would throw out there, maybe the Cowboys. You're gonna have Dak Prescott back. Yeah, they gotta uh, figure out that defense. They though. need to figure <laughs> out that defense. So maybe a, a playmaking cornerback. Yeah, they could slide in there. Could be all the difference to them. And then the other team I was also gonna say would be uh, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, if they could get another hard hitting, if they could get a hard hitting linebacker in there, uh, I think that would yeah. help well, them I, open up yeah. their pass rushers and everything else. The Browns, I think, are right there. So, yeah, I would agree with that. I think they are a piece or two away. Right. Um, and maybe even this might be like a weird one, but I'm just going to throw it out there. If the Packers could find a wide receiver in the end of the draft that ends up being like a Justin Jefferson where he's just going to be out there making plays all over the field and helping Devontae Adams open things up a bit, yeah. that could be all the difference because they have the quarterback. They have the running back. Uh, their defense was obviously one of the best in the NFL since they made the NFC championship game. Who knows? Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll wrap things up here. Thank you, Matt, for coming on. Hey, always, no problem. Man. Always a pleasure. And can uh, I throw out maybe like a better two? Yeah, well, I already threw it. out a couple. Um, but I think, uh, one you can probably get at and everyone should be able to get out tomorrow morning. I hope you still can ACC first round players under five and a half. I like um, that. Because I don't think I think Gregory Rousseau has fallen from Miami, and I also think um, Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech is falling as well. So those are two guys that can maybe fall out of the first round. I don't think Etienne's going to go in the first round. So ACC first round players under five and a half is is my favorite bet of the uh, of the draft for the first round. <laughs> is there like a bet where it's like first? How many quarterbacks in the top ten? There's like there's ones where like quarterback to go first four picks and stuff. I don't know. I mean, we know it's going to be first three picks at minimum. So uh, I mentioned some of the other bets I like, but yeah, there's. I mean, you could do over under five and a half, but then you have to hope like Tampa Bay sneaks in a quarterback and then you hit. Um, and that's pretty big, pretty nice odds if you did bet over five and a half. But 
I just don't. I don't see it happening. <laughs> yeah, but, I, that's but anything's a, possible. I mean, they traded Packers traded up for Jordan Love at the end of that dra- at the end of that draft a uh, year ago. So it's always possible. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but all right, thank you again, Matt, and uh, thank you all for listening, and have a good one.